This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Odds on Premier League. The title race is not stopping. We have more games in the middle of the week. We have also Tottenham Chelsea. So we are going to analyze every single game with Tom Williams. But I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Besides, if you enjoyed the video, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. We have the 22nd match day of the Premier League in the middle of the week, starting on Tuesday and we are going to analyze every single game with Tom Williams. Hello, Tom. Hi, Eduardo. And the battle for the title still goes on with Man City winning every single game. But the first game we have is a relegation battle game. Although both teams uh, really need the victory because they look like championship teams every week. Actually, more and more we have Sheffield United looking better than ever, I would say, this season. They only lost one nil against uh, Man City after beating, remember, Man United. And they faced West Brom, who were unable to beat Fulham at home, even if they took the lead. They were leading 2-1. Really bad numbers for Sam Allardyce. Only one victory, and they still concede too many goals. 50 goals conceded this season in the Premier League. So if we look at the momentum of both teams, probably Sheffield United, Tom, they are better, although the odds are quite low to back the home team here. Yeah, the odds are very low on a Sheffield United win. I can understand that because Sheffield United go into this with with better form. Um, As you say, that fantastic win at Old Trafford. Uh, They came close to picking up a point against Manchester City at the Etihad, albeit after Pep Guardiola had had shuffled his pack a little bit. Um, uh, They also beat Newcastle at home recently. So clear signs of improvement from Sheffield United. And as we've been saying for a while, you know, this has been coming, uh, you know, although they've lost an awful lot of games this season, they tend not to lose too heavily. Um, you know, they're, they're still a difficult team to beat. They were just getting beaten too often. Um, so, you know, it, it could be the case that they have turned a corner or that they're in the process of turning a corner. So I can understand why Sheffield United, um, you know, look at a decent bet for this game. Uh, as you say, West Brom, we're still waiting for the Sam Allardyce effect to take hold. Only five points from a possible 24 uh, since he came in uh, and took over from Slavon Bilic. And yeah, you know, letting in too many goals. I uh, saw that at the weekend, uh, 2-2 draw at home to Fulham. The fact that the odds favour Sheffield United so heavily, though, make me more inclined to want to back West Brom because that's mm-hmm. where the value is. So, uh, you know, in terms of potential bets, maybe something like, you know, West Brom, Asian handicap zero. Uh, you can get odds of around 3.18 on Oddspedia on that. So we get our money back if it's a draw and the bet pays out if West Brom win. I can still, I can see Sheffield United winning this, but I just think that given, you know, given the odds on them are so low, the value here is probably to bet on, on West Brom avoiding defeat. Yeah, I completely agree. The odds for Sheffield United, remember, only two victories this season are too low to back them, even if they are playing against West Brom, who are uh, conceding too many goals at this stage of the season. So probably we'll see goals in this uh, relegation 
battle one, probably we won't see many goals in the next one. We have uh, Wolves Arsenal. We know how Wolves struggle to score and they lost again in the weekend. They were beaten by Crystal Palace, still not scoring, no victories in the last eight games. Only they have beaten Chelsea in the last 11 games. So the run is really awful. And now they face Arsenal. They drew against Man United, but still they are showing good signs. Only Tom, two goals conceded in the last eight games. And probably this is what is most uh, important right now for the Gunners. Yes, um, the bet I'm recommending here is on Arsenal to win to nil, uh, which you can get odds of, of around 3.70 on on Arspedia currently. And yeah, Wolves have been struggling for goals for a while. Again, we always go back to it, Raul Jimenez being absent. William Jose, uh, the new signing, is, is the latest striker charged with the responsibility of, um, you know, of, of, of stepping into the, the vacancy created by Jimenez's absence, but they've not scored in the last two games, 0-0 away at Chelsea uh, and then 1-0 away at Crystal Palace at the weekend. Arsenal, meanwhile, unbeaten in seven league games and, you know, they're now getting into this run of fixtures that, that we've said are going to really test them. One impressively away at Southampton, um, 2-0-0 at home to Man United. Uh, so looking much more solid, as you say, conceding very few goals. So on the one hand, we've got a team who wants scoring. On the other hand, we've got a team who aren't uh, conceding. Uh, and I think given Arsenal's momentum, I, I can see them winning here without too many difficulties. All right, uh, a team that needs really to win is Man United if they want to continue in the title race. Now they go back to Old Trafford and after that draw at the Emirates Stadium and they face Southampton. They are in really bad form, the South English team, the Saints. They lost again in the weekend against Aston Villa, making three straight defeats in the Premier League. So going down and down, but Man United, I don't know if they are tired, probably they were even overperforming with a lot of comebacks this season. They drew against at the Emirates after that defeat against Sheffield United. So of course they need to win this if they want to still have hopes of uh, touching silverware in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean this, this sort of mini slump that United uh, now appear to be in, feels like it's been coming for a while, you know, having to come from behind in almost every game is not a sustainable way of picking up points and and what we've seen, uh, you know, particularly in that home defeat against Sheffield United, but also in the draw at Arsenal is that those shortcomings have finally caught up with them. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, who has been, uh, you know, the go-to man uh, for the last year, ever since he arrived, his level has dropped and when he's not quite on it, United aren't quite on it um, and, you know, it, they do look in real danger now of slipping out of title contention uh, if they can't turn this around. On the other hand, Southampton are on a, a dreadful run of form themselves. As you said, three straight defeats in the league, only one win in the last eight league games. I mean, they're not a bad team, Southampton, but their form is concerning. Um, I, I'm going to back United to get back to winning ways. I think, I think it'll be a bit of a slog. Um, so one bet that, that, that I was looking at potentially was for a draw at half-time and United to win at full-time. Uh, you can get odds of 4.50 on that on Ospedia. And um, I think I've probably suggested this for United in the past, but they do seem to have this quite a lot in home games where it takes them a bit of time to get going. Um, but they eventually get over the line because of the match winners in their team. And, and I think, um, you know, given their given their patchy form of late, that's the sort of performance we should perhaps anticipate here. 
Mm -hmm. During the whole season, we've seen how they struggle at home. They are a way better team on the road, but they need to win this one against um, Southampton. Then we have uh, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, two teams that were getting in danger and in danger because they were in a really bad form, getting closer to the relegation zone. But during the weekend, both won. Newcastle, they beat Everton surprisingly, I would say even uh, shockingly, with that uh, brace scored by Wilson and Crystal Palace, they beat at home Wolverhampton, something that we could expect uh, much more. And now they both meet at St. James's Park and what the bookies think is going to happen is clearly a drop. Yes, and I can understand why, you know, two teams who have, you know, going into the game on the back of victories, but whose recent form has been up and down or, or rather just straight down in, in Newcastle's case. I've minded to back Newcastle here, uh, odds of around 2.86. That win at Everton looked like it came out of nowhere, um, but I've watched their previous game when they lost at home to Leeds 2-1 and this second half they really looked like they turned a corner it was a much better performance much more sort of implication uh, much more effort from the players and, and Steve Bruce the Newcastle manager sort of applauded the effort they put in and, and I think what we saw at Goodison Park was the, the continuity of that um, Callum Wilson showing that he is you know one of the best centre forwards in the league certainly outside the, the top few clubs um, Palace can be hard to predict um, you know we've seen some decent performances from them in re recent weeks but we know you know they, they sometimes do let goals in uh, so I think with that you know with that recent momentum I, th I think Newcastle fans will look at this game as, as one they should be winning and I think that if they can if they can sort of pick up where they left off against Leeds and, and, and Everton then this is a game that they that, 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 that they should win. Mm -hmm. uh, an option also here is uh, you want to back Newcastle with Asian handicap zero we have odds 2.04 so remember if there is a draw you get your money back in case uh, we see a draw that is what is more likely as we see in the odds then for wednesday we have burnley man city man city at this stage of the season they look completely unstoppable although they struggle against sheffield united but now tom 12 consecutive victories that's a lot and the champions league is getting closer and closer in the calendar but Tarf Moor is always a difficult stadium. All the big clubs struggle there. I don't know if you see Man City dropping points here or not really. Well, clearly, um, if you look at the team that Pep Guardiola put out against Sheffield United, um, that was the opportunity uh, that, that Pep Guardiola uh, seized to rotate his team. Um, so we expect that the team he puts out at Burnley will be his full strength team. John Stone, Jack Cancelo, Raheem Sterling, all the rest of them will come back in, and this will be the game that they will use to, to tune up for that for that Liverpool match at the weekend, which which looks so uh, crucial potentially in the title race. So I think we'll see. You know, uh, obviously Kevin De Bruyne is still missing, but I think we'll see the strongest possible team that City can put out. Um, and although Turf Moor is a difficult place to go always, and and, and uh, you know even the big teams struggle there. City's recent record against Burnley is is very good. You know we saw that in the reverse fixture back at the end of November, five 0 win at the Etihad, very straightforward. And I think that whereas Burnley's sort of roughhouse approach can can unsettle some of the top teams, I think the way that that City play um, is is something that they struggle to defend against. So I would expect City to win this fairly comfortably. Um, you know, Burnley have, have had some some brilliant recent results, 
notably winning away at Liverpool uh, and then backing that up with, with a win at home to Villa. But I just think the form that City are in, the fact that um, they were able to rest players at the weekend and still won, the fact they're building up intensity ahead of this game at Liverpool at the weekend and then with the Champions League just behind it, um, I think they'll be you know, sort of well up for this and, and I think we should expect to see City at somewhere near the peak of their form. So, as ever with these games, can be difficult to find value, uh, but maybe uh, City to win both halves. You can get odds of 2.50 uh, on Oddspedia on that. And I just think, you know, City's form, their recent record against Burnley, the need for them to be, you know, sort of hitting their, their straps currently means that I can see them winning this without too much fuss. Yeah, the odds for Man City are ridiculously low, 1.2 around, so we have to go like Asian Handicap minus two for Man City to find good odds around 2.19 right now on oddspedia.com. So again, Pep Guardiola's men, they are as really, really favorites. Not easy to find value. We can find more value in the next one if we back the Foxes winning at Craven Cottage, although the Leicester City, they lost at home again Leeds. We know that they struggle more in the King Power Stadium than on the road. But you've uh, said it before, Tom, that without Vardy, this is another team that they can struggle. And we saw it against uh, Bielsa's men and Craven Cottage, even if Fulham is in the relegation zone, even if they are not winning since the 13th of November, they are still competitive. It's a team that uh, they are urging for a victory to turn the corner and they are coming from two straight uh, draws against teams that are also in the relegation battle like West Brom and Brighton. So we saw Liverpool struggling, we saw Chelsea, Tottenham, all these teams, uh, Man United, all these teams suffer at Craven Cottage. Probably Leicester will suffer as well. Yeah, I think this will be a difficult game for Leicester. And as you say, we saw uh, in that home defeat against Leeds, the extent to which uh, Leicester uh, missed Jamie Vardy. Um, you know, they remain a fantastic team, but none of the, their backup strikers offer the same threat that Vardy does. And, and I suspect that they will find goals harder to come by for as long as he is out of the team. At Fulham, as you say, they're a funny team. I mean, 10 league games without a win, but they're not letting too many goals in. They've had a lot of draws during that time. and. You know, they've, they've taken points off some of the leading teams in the division. Um, and in particular, uh, defensively, it's 11 uh, league games since they conceded more than two goals in a game. So, you know, even when they're dropping points, they're, they're not letting too many goals in. So I'm minded to uh, bet that there will be under two goals here. Uh, you can get odds of 2.80 on Oddspedia on that. And I just think with Leicester's goal scoring problems and the fact that Fulham uh, you know, have become such such an obdurate team to play against and a team who don't let many goals in. I can see this being another another close game. And even if Leicester do end up coming out on top in this one, uh, I don't think there'll be, there'll be many goals in it. Mm -hmm. Fulham won the reverse picture, I believe, at the Kim Power Stadium. So it won't be easy for the Foxes. They need to keep their Champions League spot. The next game we have is uh, Leeds United Everton. Uh, two surprises that we saw during the weekend. Uh, we just mentioned how no one expected that defeat uh, for Everton against uh, Newcastle. They were coming from a good run, I would say, but now they are eight in the standings. So the Toffees need to react to stay closer to the European positions. But Leeds, they are coming from back to back victories after beating. 
Leicester City and Newcastle. Always a tough team to predict. We always say that with uh, Leeds United. And they are a slightly favorite actually in this game. And remember also that Leeds were able to beat Everton at uh, Woodison Park in the reverse picture. Yeah, um, Leeds, a difficult team to predict. Uh, sometimes brilliant and sometimes just not at it at all. Um, uh, Everton, I suspect, will be quite glad to be playing an away fixture given that they've not picked up uh, any wins in their last three home games. Uh, and Everton were really, really poor against Newcastle. I think a lot of people looked at that and and, and saw them winning that relatively comfortably. And in the end, they were, they were beaten relatively comfortably. Um, and this does seem to be the sort of season that Everton are, uh, are having, you know, a good run of results and then a bad run of results and then a good run of results and it, and it looks like now they are entering into another uh, disappointing uh, spell of results despite the fact that James Rodriguez is back in the team, that, that you know, that Dominic Calvert-Lewin is, is back after, after missing a game through injury. So, yeah, it's worrying times for, for Carlo Ancelotti's men. I just think Leeds, the sort of the, you know, the, the brio they showed in that that victory away at Leicester um, and uh, winning away at Newcastle before, you know, I think they'll really go into this with their tails up and that there is um, an impetus on Everton to, to go out and, and pick up points here. And I think that could play into Leeds' hands. So, you know, bet-wise, maybe something like Leeds to score in both halves. Uh, you can get odds of 3.10 on that on odds page. And I just think, you know, given, um, you know, given the flu fluidity in their attacking play that we saw in that win at Leicester, the fact that Everton uh, you know, will be trying to arrest this disappointing run. I, I think there will be space here for Leeds to exploit. And we've seen this season that, that when teams give them space, they can be really devastating. Mm -hmm. Then next game, we have uh, Villa Park, Aston Villa, West Ham. And I'm very surprised to see the really high odds for the Hammers' victory, 3.54. And although they lost in the weekend against Liverpool, something that uh, can happen for sure. They were coming from six straight victories in all competitions. They are fifth in the standings. And Aston Villa are really favourites in this game. They beat Southampton on the road with Barkley scoring. So I don't know also if you see Aston Villa that favourite or the odds for West Ham are appealing in your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I can understand uh, anyone wanting to back Aston Villa here because they're having such a good season. And you look at their recent fixtures, I mean, you know, yes, they were beaten at Burnley, but they should never have lost that game there. They could have been three or four up at half-time. And apart from that, they've been picking up wins where you'd expect them to pick up wins. Uh, and apart from that Burnley defeat, you know, the only other teams that have beaten them in the last six are, you know, away at Manchester United and away at Manchester City. Uh, and, and in both cases, they were reasonably close games. Uh, but yeah, West Ham, great run of form. Um, as you said, uh, six games unbeaten in the league before that defeat at home to Liverpool. Uh, I think this will be quite a close one. I, you know, you know looking at potential bets, I thought maybe a draw uh, at odds of 3.80, or maybe given the fact that West Ham's odds are so tempting, maybe West Ham age and a handicap zero. Um, so obviously get your get your money back if it's if it's a draw and uh, and the bet pays out if West Ham win. That's probably where the value is here. Yeah, I really like this one. West Ham Asia handicap zero. I think it's a good option. And then last game we have on Wednesday is uh, Liverpool Brighton. Liverpool really bounced back. We can say that after back-to-back -back victories on the road against tough teams like uh, West Ham and Tottenham, but now they have to win at home at Anfield against a relegation uh, or low team like Brighton. And we just remember how Liverpool dropped points against uh, West Brom, for instance, or against Burnley. So they cannot uh, 
fail again. And Brighton, they beat Spurs, so they are getting actually away from the red zone. They are not in a bad run of form. But, uh, well, I expect no, a Liverpool victory here. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool look back to their best against West Ham. I mean, particularly the second and third goals. You know, that second goal was a, was a masterpiece. And, um, you know, Mo Salah's back in the goals. And even though they still have these... Uh, you know, scarcely believable injury problems at centre-back with, with Nat Phillips and Jordan Henderson lining up there at London Stadium. They are now uh, putting wins on the board again and just in time for that home game against Man City on Sunday, which uh, you sort of feel they, they'll have to win uh, if, if they want to really claw their way back into the title race. So Liverpool buoyant, but again, Brighton, um, you know, for the first time in uh, in quite a while, uh, looked like they're in quite a good place. Only one defeat in the last five in the league. They've drawn against Wolves and against Fulham. They've beaten Leeds. They've beaten Tottenham. Uh, they only lost narrowly against Manchester City uh, and before that at home to Arsenal. So, you know, Brighton going quite well. Um, and, you know, they may look at this match as a bit of a, a free hit. There's no expectation on them going into this. There's no pressure. Um, so they'll try and make it as, as difficult for Liverpool as they can. Having said that, I just think that what we've seen from Liverpool in the last couple of matches suggests that you know, they have got this, that poor run of form out of their systems, similar to City with their, their trip to Burnley. Liverpool will want to go into that game at the weekend with a lot of momentum. Uh, Sadio Mane, we expect, will return for Liverpool. I expect Roberto Firmino will, will go back into the starting 11, having started on the bench. Uh, against West Ham, um, so they'll be, you know, they'll be, they'll be well up for this. And as ever, difficult to find value uh, with matchups like this. But maybe something like Liverpool Asian handicap minus two. Uh, you can get onto two point eight five on that. And I mean, you know, Brighton have looked better, but when Liverpool are on it, as they showed against Tottenham, and particularly as they showed against West Ham, there is, there's no stopping them really. And I, I, I I'm backing this this run of, of good form to continue here. Mm, they cannot drop points for sure if they want to continue being close to Man City. And the last game of this match day on Thursday, two of the most disappointing teams, I think, in this season in the Premier League, Tottenham-Chelsea, both in really bad form. Tottenham, in the last nine Premier League games, only two victories, and Chelsea in the last 10 games, only three victories, although finally we saw a blue victory, the first one for Tuchel against Burnley during the weekend, whereas the Spurs, they are missing Hurricane, that's for sure. They lost against Brighton, the reverse fixture was a, again, disappointing goalless uh, throw. Maybe we expect the same, no, in uh, White Hart Lane. I mean, two teams uh, whose recent form uh, has been disappointing, but I think there are different trajectories at play here. Spurs feel like they're sliding back-to-back -back defeats uh, against Liverpool and then at Brighton uh, on Sunday evening after four games without defeat when they looked like they were turning a bit of a corner. They've lost Harry Kane, which is massive for them in so many ways. When we saw that against Brighton without Kane there, they find it so difficult to connect defence and attack. We didn't see Son Heung-min anything like as you usually see him when he's cantering onto those inch-perfect Harry Kane through balls. So, you know, that, that removes a lot of Spurs' attacking threat. Chelsea, on the other hand, were only two games into Thomas Tuchel's tenure as manager, but already we're getting a sense of what he's going to try and do there. This new 3-4-2-1 system, 
Callum Hudson-Odoi operating as a sort of you know, right wing back um, and uh, very influential in both of those games set up the opener to say as well as Billy Quetta against Burnley. So I feel like I feel like Chelsea are going into this one with slightly more momentum, back to back clean sheets in their last two games. And I think given you know, given Spurs' difficulties, given the absence of Harry Kane and given this sense that something is maybe very slowly beginning to take shape at Chelsea, I'm going to back Chelsea to win here and keep a clean sheet. Uh, you can get odds on Oddspedia of 4.10 or thereabouts on Chelsea winning and not letting a goal in. And I think given given the fact Spurs feel like they're sliding and Chelsea feel like they're just starting to climb, um, I reckon I reckon that's the sort of outcome we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. All right, I see you very optimistic with uh, Tuchel's job. We'll see in the following weeks. Then, Tom, we have everything. Let's uh, see your ACA for these midweek games. Okay, so my ACA selection for the midweek games. I'm backing victories for Newcastle, Manchester City, Leeds and Liverpool. And that gives us odds 10.63. If you put 10 euros, you can get more than 100 euros in Tom's ACA. Then, Tom, thank you. We have more Premier League uh, during the weekend, so we will talk very soon. You just see how Tom is very optimistic with Chelsea. I'm not that sure, to be honest, but I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Write a comment to participate in the draw. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoyed the video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. Remember, you can also listen to all our videos in our podcast in any platform available. And this week we are back. We have more odds on Premier League. We are going to analyze every single game. Bye.